into this and even if there's one person watching it'll be worth it I suppose uh, I think we're live welcome yeah. to Hotbox Show guys episode 126 week what is it we're going into our third week of lockdown here uh, we've actually got another human being in the <laughs> studio Dale and I have been locked down together for three weeks now on the same property and he's been very cool to have around Brood he's been doing a hell of a lot of work because small holding life never really stops exactly. so um Hello crew, hello Joe, hello Buzz, hello Dan, it's very weird. Hi, how you hey, doing? Everybody been behaving themselves and um, staying in and not going to the movies and not trying to get a fucking McDonald's or driving around aimlessly with the children. How's it going with the kids, Dan? I had to go out a little bit. Where have you been? Now let tell me. Because it's only a matter of time before they check your cell phone to find out, Joe. So you might as well come clean now. Oh. <laughs> so what happened is our, you know, our house is solar, right? So our whole thing fucked up. Um, we borrowed a tiny little Jenny from someone in the community um, that barely kept the batteries alive. My lights kept going off last week. Um, and then over the weekend, we managed to get a bigger generator, which I have borrowed for the... The enormous cost of two boxes of cigarettes. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. That hurt. But then um, the guys came to have a look, the solar guys, because thank God they're essential services as well. And there was just a whole clusterfuck of things going on. Inverters were talking to each other. Five of our batteries were dead. We had to go to the bank and beg and plead for some money to oh. get new batteries. So up until yesterday, last night, 10 to 5, we got switched back on again. It's been a rough week this week. I've, my stress levels have been... Yeah. Mm. And you, Dan, have you been out? Have yeah, you been... I've smoked more than I should have, which also hasn't helped. <laughs> no. Well, that's it. at least you've got a harvest that you can bring in. Which, um, we'll get on to yeah. that with the poll. I wonder how people are doing with the weed stakes at home. How are you doing, Dan? How's, it, how's being a parent? Uh... Actually, I'm loving it. I'm enjoying the. Basically, I'm half my day is taken up because I. Basically, homeschooling has become a thing now. So, homeschooling in the morning, get that done, enjoy it, go outside, jump on trampoline, do kid things, do bring up my inner child again, and then yeah, from about lunchtime again, then I just got the rest of the day to do whatever I want to do, bust around the house, do my thing. Do you think we'll be on lockdown long enough for you to grow a beard longer than Buzz? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to start spraying Caltech on my face. Caltech with everything, guys. Fuck. Well, the poll tonight, um, it's back to weed on lockdown again because we're watching online and seeing many, many things going on. It's quite an issue. Um, how are you scoring your weed online? Oh, sorry, how are you scoring weed during lockdown? Are you ringing online? Because I see a bunch of WhatsApp groups on Twitter. <laughs> I see a bunch of Telegram groups on Twitter. Specifically, there's Centurion ones, there's Pretoria ones, there's, there's uh, Teng in general. There's a whole bunch of online stuff going on. So how are you getting your weed? Are you doing it online? Are you doing it in person? 
or have you got Lang Dang? Yeah, some people are lucky enough to have a local dealer meet right at the spa, you know. You oh no, things are going <laughs> down. We will talk, we're, we're going to cross over um, to Soweto later on in the show to see how it is in the hood down there, in one of the most densely populated places on earth. And the black market is alive and well, as I can, as I imagine, or as I recall Tabo saying. So everybody's morphing and changing into something else at the moment to keep the wheels. And I reckon everyone's got a side hustle going on. You got a side hustle going on, Buzz? No. <laughs> no, I'm I'm one of the businesses that is considered non-essential. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to hearing this today because I see. Not just the businesses, but the courier companies as well are really suffering. So, yeah, just holding my breath and hoping for some good news. Eh? I saw a big petition going around about online tra services. I mean, it seems quite scandalous that these companies aren't up and running because, you know, if you're in like a distribution center, you've got pretty good sanitary and pretty good methods of keeping everybody clean. So don't you think we should have a bunch of online stuff all... You should, it, it's not an essential thing, but it's essential to keep every single business operational that can be operational. So where they... Especially if they've got stock of something. I mean, it's not like they're asking people then to go into a factory to make stuff. But they if have they've got stuff, allow people to sell it. This yeah, is not a simple essential to... list of items. This is a bunch of bullshit, quite frankly. I think it's, it's, it's just a, it's such a stupid idea. I mean, I've gone into the shop where... Some shops have put tape over uh, seeds and gardening implements that would possibly be essential in my eyes. And then in other shops, that isn't cross, cross, closed off, but it's open. And then some of them have got uh, stupid things closed off. I mean, what's the point? It's in the same shop that you're walking in. Why even make anything inside that shop a non-essential? Maybe you would have things that maybe aren't being imported yet, that can't come in through the borders. Of course, that's something that's not essential, but then it wouldn't be out of stock. But what's the point of making non-essential items in certain shops not available? That's such a stupid idea. You're in the shop anyway. Why not let them buy at this point in time? And we've got no money going through the shop. So why limit what you can sell when at least they can sell everything all, you know? Especially the gardening equipment. We should be out here growing our own food. And I'm even trying. Planted yeah, everyone's trying, I guess. Are. You see, there's a lot of positives to take out of this as well. Loads of people are trying new gardening stuff. Tomatoes, and not just our kind of tomatoes, but uh, peppers. I know people, I didn't know gardening before I came into this lockdown, really. Um, I went to um, the garden center, one of the garden centers, I think I saw it last week. All the Every single seedling or, or grown plant that was just a, in a seedling tray was gone. Every single one of them was gone. So basically, everyone is prepped for end of the world yeah. to find a <laughs> their food supply in the next few weeks and think that that's going to make it work. But it's all gone. Myrtle has just dropped a note into the group saying that Ramaphosa's Thursday address to the nation is fake news. I just saw that as well. But it came via the presidency Twitter. <laughs> there was, was fake news floating around that he was going to talk at four. And okay. then the, the eight o'clock one has been confirmed. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, well. I stand open to correction, obviously, always. Um, somebody's um, blah blah blah. I'm just looking at it now. The citizen are reporting that he's going to what? He's going to address the nation at eight p.m. Mm. 
But Myrtle is saying that that is now, is, I don't know, I don't know. Somebody have a look at that while we're go. going around the houses here. Um, I can't read it all because I'm getting too distracted. It's got to be, it's, I had to go out today for an essential thing, for, to help somebody out who can't go out shopping themselves. And um, it was eerie. It's the first time I've been out for a long, long time because I was in... I was in quarantine with Myrtle from coming back from Europe, so now it's like you can't really remember life before. So it, I wish I'd put my GoPro on the bonnet, because I drove through four ways and I've never seen anything like it, not even at six o'clock on a Sunday morning. Have you been out at all, Buzz? Are you still going to physio and stuff, or is that all canned? Have you still got hospital visits? <laughs> uh -huh. All my physios been canned. They gave me some advanced thing that I've been doing on myself every day here at home. Nice. But even though it's in a health service, it wasn't health service enough. <laughs> I go see you. See Dan, you're talking about the, 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 all of the seeds being blocked off. But the spa at Hartford, there isn't anything blocked off at all. You can just go in the shop and get shit. But I suppose the rationale is, I saw Bobby put a post up the other day. That he had a, he had a fight. He needed a kettle. And here's the kettles, but it's behind a piece yeah. of tape. So it took a bit of time, but he did get the kettle in the end. But maybe it's to stop people going out to get absolutely everything. But, you know, by the time I got to Rivonia... You can get a certain amount of things from, from a shop. I mean, you can't really... What can you... I mean, yes, you can go and... What, you're going to go for shopping free at Pick and Pay. I mean, you're going to buy more rice, more potatoes. <laughs> well, that, you know, I, what I did see today, what what I did see today was the the harsh reality of how different this country is during lockdown. Because I saw this, there's a there's a clip from Seba Kang on Twitter that somebody took of a kid walking out of a Spaza shop with a two liter, and these cops doing a total fucking donut three sixty to stop him. They jump out and beat the shit out of this kid for going to get a two-litre Coke on a deserted street. But when I get to Revo go through Rivonia today to do the delivery of the groceries, um, outside the Woolworths, it's fucking packed. There's like four-by-fours everywhere going to the local Woolworths food to stock up on some shit. But um, there's no cops with batons. I didn't see a single shambok. The, the car guards were totally benign, and everyone was getting on with their shit. So... Um, it's, there's a lot of disparity during this lockdown for all of us, I think. It's a strange time. And the cops are assholes. The cops, Myrtle will actually tell you to your face that she hates the cops. And there's no reason to stop doing it now, because fuck this amount of control cops about it. All of them. And I will add to that big brother fact soldiers the police, because them. even if they're not tasing them and beating them and shooting the people, I watched a video yesterday of some cop car crashing somewhere in Bloemfontein and taking two pedestrians. I out. saw that. One of was killed and the other one's in critical condition. Now, Maybe one of those dudes was on duty working as a security guard. Where Ugh. do these guys buy their fucking driver's licenses from? I demand that the entire police force be scrapped and start from fresh. No police I force. How about that? <laughs> Um, I've just had another message now that says it is actually um, confirmed at 8 o'clock. Cool. The 4 p.m. one was a fake, the 8, p 8 p.m. one is real, so we'll get out of here for 8 o'clock so everybody can switch over 
to just say exactly what the president says and I think everybody's waiting to see whether small businesses like Buzz can be online and trade and keep the keep the thing running fuck's sake there's so many people could be working that wouldn't be a risk because how, how many um how many deaths or whatever how many cases have we got now in south africa anybody know just 1800 and something this afternoon uh with 18 15 or 18 deaths i can't remember okay i well, haven't been trying to keep a, a tab of numbers this week because it's yeah, like the a numbers really only bad game to play. make you anxious um, yeah, look, I get it. I don't, I don't really look at all of that, but something tells me that it is working though. Because if you see New York, who has just that's just gone only in the last couple of days, have they decided you can't buy a pizza or you can't do this, or you can't do that, and it's like they're fucking running a thousand deaths a day or something. So, well, I'm starting to wonder about the theory about the because I don't know. I'm not into conspiracy theories overly much, but the thing about us having had our TB shots, oh, and countries yeah. that didn't have TB shots are suffering worse. Yes, yeah, so, so I know we could get into all sorts of stories about all of it. I think most of us are more confused than we've ever been in our, in our lives. Now we've, we have now got the curse of social media. Yeah. We have the curse of the Twitter feed and... My goodness me, there's some crazy shit going on. We, you know, we, 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 we've got a plan to talk about Charlotte, obviously, because Charlotte, of Charlotte's web fame, um, she passed away this week, and it went all around the airwaves hundreds of times. But um, why was I about to say that? Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> the, there's, conflict, there's conflicting news about how it happened. Or why she died? Or was it a seizure? Or was it pneumonia? Or was it COVID? Or what was it? So every single thing that you see has got this twinge of doubt about it. There she is. The lady that inspired the CBD movement has died at the age of 13. And um, her parents and the people closest to her who have all locked themselves down, they've not given interviews, they're having a very private time about it. Yeah. They... Um, they say in their release that um, she just didn't make it. She had a she had a cold and she didn't make the the next seizure. So, who can tell? Um, a lot of people. Um, yeah, it says there she tested negative for the virus, but lots and lots of headlines are the fact that she went down to COVID. I don't know if any of you guys have seen anything positive about it about the incident, but it's um it's quite a thing. It's seen. Do you know that was like five years ago now? It has. It's it's been a while. We've she's been in, in a, a part of the community for many years already. No, not just the CBD movement. Uh, that's opened up everyone else to cannabis completely. You know. Exactly, because CBD is the gateway to THC. <laughs> I guess there's one way to look at it. Um, yeah. While Charlotte's COVID nineteen test results were negative, she may have been tested too late for a positive result. Whatever. Um, I'm seeing reports all over the place of everybody dying of COVID. If you go in there, do you see the meme of the skydiver without the parachute? Died of COVID-19. <laughs> it's fucked up like that. Everybody's dying of one thing now. Whether you go into hospital with gout or what, you end up fucking as a statistic. Yeah, you're like, damn, that guy survived. Whatever, but he, the corona took him. Shit. Shit. No, I don't know if I would... No. 
That's soon well, you're going to start getting cool. angel. It's very, very sad. Um, yeah. Obviously, our thoughts and, and um, well, prayers, not really the right group, but our thoughts and, and good energy are definitely going to the family and, and loved ones of her. You know, I suppose they've been it's, living with the hard. they've been living with the thought of it all their lives. I mean, she's got this farm. Mm. Um, I've got a very close friend whose son was going to die all his life. He was going to die young, and he he was going to die when he was a teenager, and he got to late twenties, and it was every single day was another blessing, you know. And um, she's got quite a legacy, Charlotte. She really has got one hell of a legacy. It's changed absolutely everything about weed. Remember that? Remember Sanjay Gupta doing his thing for CNN. That's quite incredible. Sanjay Gupta is one of the, the angels who helped convert my mom from the prohibitionist uh, side to the pro-weed side. Indeed. I'm grateful to him. Well, and it ain't... A lot of people were converted by his, words, by his official opinion on CNN. If it came from CNN, a lot of people would believe it, weren't they? It was also very powerful, that Sanjay Gupta thing. It's the sort of thing you can go watch if you want to have a good chunk. But something that I've always not had a bone with about the whole Charlotte thing is yes, it's significant um, medical cannabis, medical cannabis, CBD matters, all that. But I've always thought, was it or is it ethical to use children to market cannabis, no matter what cannabis it is? You know, I've always wondered, maybe that's a bit of an unc uncomfortable fit. It's not to market. I think the point really, of them doing so that was to try and prove its safety yeah. for children and elderly. I don't know. I hear exactly what you're saying. I don't know if they market, if it became an on-purpose marketing thing or if it just was that it happened to be that this plant was grown specifically for this young lady. Didn't she have a very well, special... But that's like, it's really, a, I feel like it's like, it's not like it was something, something, something that worked for Charlotte. The strain was literally named after her. That's like yeah. saying, um, that's like naming Tick after Corsi Johnson or something like that. <laughs> you know, not Corsi Johnson. But I just feel like maybe, you know, it's great to look, but it really, it felt all these years much like a PR thing as well, her story, which is good. Maybe there's other stories to be told as well now. I think it was the Stanley brothers that took the ride, that got the best ride out of it, with their strain, more than the family. I don't know. Yeah. Open to correction. Well, do you know what? I, I remember... <coughs> Myrtle and I did a cannabis conference in Vienna a couple of years ago, and we met... Um, somebody from Charlotte's Web, the actual company, and I thought for the whole day I was talking to one of the brothers stroke cousins, but actually I was talking to a completely arbitrary accountant because it was a publicly limited company by that point. It wasn't a family business in any form, it was a fucking mega corporation, which is probably laying off workers as we speak. Mm -hmm. Did you see Medigro uh, lost 70 days Act 76 jobs this week. Medigro Lesotho. Everybody's oh. fucking gone. Yeah. Just like that. Easy come, easy go. And I don't suppose for one minute they have any recourse. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt it. I, I was talking the labor laws in Lesotho. Terrible. I wonder if the head growers are still there. They'll go get canned. Well, we'll find, we'll, we'll find that out. They canned all the locals and kept all the internationals. 
Um, it, you raise an interesting question about the child bit there, Buzz. I never really thought about it with Charlotte's Web because it seems so natural that a, a child with a really weird form of epilepsy, it's not just epilepsy, it's a whole, it's a, it's a whole different strain of it, that it, it worked out for a kid. It, everybody jumped on it because it was a child and it, and it made it so benign because what about the children, etc.? So now, you know, Nigel Connell's on the thread there saying they've patented Charlotte's Web. But hey, how the hell do you patent a terpene profile? It's the weirdest thing. Don't know. Very interesting. What about the children? And now she's the poster girl for seizures. How many other kids have been able to get help because of that? Yeah, yeah. one to represent. Well, thousands, hundreds of thousands, probably. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on the thread. There's a petition going for smokes. There's over <laughs> 50,000 signatures on the petition for smokes now. <laughs> Fucking hell. You can get blades. Oh, nice, because when I signed it, it was on 46,000. Oh, so you're one of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know the person who created that petition. <laughs> I just finished my last cigarette, and I think I'm calling it quits from today. I've, I've known it for a while. That's what I've said to a lot of people that I've been hearing all and say, oh my gosh, the cigarettes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, just quit. Yeah, you're right. So They've been right. Doing. You've been right all along. Have you, you ever... do? Like, the, even if you've got a whole week to go, and then what happens if they're still bad? But you know what the thing is? The government is very showing to who's with British tobacco. So something's going to happen. British tobacco is going to turn around and say, listen, yeah, you need to do this. Otherwise... Something's gonna happen. Gonna, like, well, they're losing millions in taxes. They could be reaping the rewards of the taxes to help fund all of the um, fucking state of disaster, whatever needs funding. Feeding homeless people, funding Immune, what immune uh, compromise? Immune system decrease your immune system. It doesn't make it. You know, yeah, look, it, do, it does. It does nothing for you. But if if you're in a if you're in a twelve by six room with four people and you were planning on getting divorced to one of them and the other two are under six and you never see them because you're at work all day, and some son of a bitch says you can't smoke ciggies as well, it's like the fucking tipping point for quite a few things. Because I haven't smoked for a long, long time and I found it quite easy to get off, but. Um, I know that other people really, really battle even more than crack. It's a very, very hectic, hectic drug to get off. It really is. So yeah. Um, yeah. maybe the maybe the president's going to say something at at eight o'clock. I think in thirty five minutes the president comes online. So we'll get out of here before yeah. then. But the bottom line is, um, you see the statistics from um, from uh, uh, from Italy. Most of the people that went down in Italy were actual tobacco users, and they, they are very hectic tobacco users in Spain, in, in Italy. So I'm sure they had everyone's best interests at heart, but what three weeks on your lungs is going to do when something like COVID-19 hits, I have no fucking idea. Anyway, um, I don't... I heard some random stat that the, the, the percentage of smokers who tested positive was in the, the bare minimum. So that set me wondering, completely unscientifically, as to whether the tar in our, in our lungs is stopping the COVID from, like, you know, attaching. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I don't know, come on. I've got a total fucking dilemma going on here. This, it's a um, desperate reach, I know. This dabadoo fucking solventless 
child-proof bloody <laughs> American load of bollocks because the child-proof lock. I've got a gram of fucking live running here and I can't get the fucking thing open. It's sapped itself closed. I will it get that thing open, don't uh, you worry. When we get back to home, get that thing open. I've got one for you. I've got one for everybody. I've got Dabadoo kit. I've got, I've got VIP Dabadoo bags for the crew that are full of... Well, remember, it's like fucking $300 to get into the place. So the, the, the swag bag is pretty fucking epic. And they're all just sitting there in a the box waiting for the day when we can all sit around here again and fucking swap soggy joints. Hey, I can't get into it. Um, I'll try. Who have we got on tonight? Pardon? Who have we got online? We well, we've got, we, we can cross over to... Um, Soweto now, actually, I think we've got um, Mr. Dabo Rastabo Kikene, and for those of you who have done a D-Day 420, you'll recognize this dude because he is like a right-hand man. When shit goes down at D-Day, this is the main man of the ground crew, and he's done more flyer runs than anybody in the country, this guy. Tabo, welcome to the show, bro. It's great to see your face. Bless up, my elder. Greetings, everybody. Nice one, my brother. How you doing, man? So all is well. Family and trust all is well. Yeah, all is well. Well, I don't know, Tabo. You maybe heard my story now. Me going to Rivonia to to do some to drop some shopping to somebody who can't drive, and uh, there was a whole bunch of big cars outside the local um, Woolworths picking up all their supplies. Is the same going on in Soweto? Are there many people on the street? Is it business yeah. as usual? Yeah, there are people out. Not many people, though. A lot are still locked up. But, like, I'd say street vendors, there aren't any street vendors. But at the malls, uh, hey, it's, the malls are packed. The malls are packed. So now, <laughs> so now all of those big players in the malls who can afford the rent, all of the national corporations that's, uh, uh, are getting some sort of money in and all the street traders have gone away. They're the, they're the hardest hit, yeah? Exactly. And I was checking a story today uh, where vendors were offered permits, but when they went to get the permits, the cops chased them away. So the cops are becoming an issue for everybody, I think, Tarbo. It's like the, it's like the virus has turned the cops into monsters. They, they can, it's like they can do anything they want now. How's it going in Soweto with the cops? Because you and I, we've done the cops in Soweto. We've done the Soweto march and we've done that kind of jaw. And we know the cops are miserable about stuff. But now they've got this big excuse. How's it going there with the cops? Yeah, this side, I'd say it's not much. They haven't been passing much. I haven't seen a single soldier yet. Really? Um, on this side, like, it's just normal routine, normal patrol, nothing much. You still have guys chilling at the corner, and you see things like that. But is there, is there still a ganja trade? You know, our, our, um, our poll for tonight is... Um, how do you get? How are you getting your weed on lockdown? Are you getting it on online on WhatsApp, or are you doing it in person, or you've got lank dang? How's it going with with the weed industry in Soweto? Has that come to a standstill as well? I've been interacting with a few people that are dealing, so business is actually good this side because you even have people who are bulk buying, uh, so just so that they can stay locked up and stuff. So 
I think the dealers decide are actually making a good business at this time. Because now even they actually operating at certain hours, not just any time during the day, like early in the morning and late at night. Okay, okay. And, are the, and the prices have stayed the same? Yeah, some have uh, raised the prices, some have lowered the prices, and some prices are still the same. Were you listening to our conversation about cigarettes earlier? Did you hear the talk? Yeah, yeah. So how much, how much are cigarettes in yeah. Soweto now? There must be a hell of a trade going on in Soweto for ciggies now. Yeah, cigarettes has gone very high. It's gone very. It's gone up a lot. Um, it's a huge commodity now in the hood because now carton goes for like seven hundred to eight hundred. Uh, <laughs> Single cigarette for like five rand each. Yes, it's from two rand fifty so like to five rand. Who you know. That's incredible. That is not cool. <laughs> no, it's hectic. So people are switching to the cheaper cigarettes, like your Savannas. But then even those cheaper cigarettes, the prices are going up, like from one rand to two rand fifty, three rand. So now it's cheaper to buy, it's, it's, it's legal to smoke weed in your house and it's cheaper than having tobacco in your house. Did you ever think you'd see the day, Tabo? Do you ever think you'd ever be in a world like that? Currency is sweet. As is I'm living the dream actually right now. <laughs> I'm actually not because now I, I'd say with people stopping tobacco, people are actually switching to more cannabis. Especially those people who mix their uh, cannabis, they prefer now to smoke dry, dry cannabis without any tobacco. So it's actually working in a good way. That's really interesting. Changing people's habits all the time. And and what sort of, what is what is the weed in Soweto? Is a lot of people harvesting? Are people growing there, or is it all coming from Swazi still? I'd say most of it is coming from Swaziland, yeah, because the people decide they still have fear with growing and they scared of the cops too much. Yeah. And like and now the, the, the yards are too small, they plant maybe one plant and you see like shit like that. So because of everybody being so close together, nobody's really growing because there's nowhere private. Yeah, it's only a few that are growing. It's like those people who are always on social media, people who are exposed to yeah. and well, like other people who just buying. Well, I tell you what, my brother, everybody in this crew, you know, we're absolutely blessed that we've all got a back garden. All of us. Just a simple thing, like a back garden with a fence. And we can, well, we can all grow some weed and yeah. nobody can see it and we can cure it. And we've got another few months of weed and we're not going to run out. So we know how blessed we are. So, I don't know, we've got, some, we've got photographs in a loop um, within the system here. We were going to talk about the cops because the cops are doing a whole bunch of foot patrols around the, the, the locations and the townships. And if they're coming across some weed, they're just going to pull it out anyway because... They're just assholes like that. It's terrible. There was a whole big bust went down. Well, not a bust. A whole incident went down in Volcom. And then there's another one in Lichtenberg. Yeah, that, and these guys, yeah, the crime and traffic updates. All of these people that, like, snitch on your neighbor people are pulling weed all the time. And this is just, 
they're doing patrols to keep people off the street and then they fucking pull people's weed when they find it. It's just mull. And look at the look at these army dudes now. What do they know about anything? They're put in this position. They're not they're not they're not they're totally in the wrong job for anything. Do you know anybody that's had any trouble with the army or the police tarbo? Is it have you got any hectic stories? No, nothing much this side. Uh, it's just that I'd say uh, with the cops, what they're doing, like uh, they trying to maybe uh, persuade people to snitch on other dealers, stuff like that. Because there was a guy like two blocks away from me who got snitched and they took away all his weed. But he's out now. So it, was ju it just goes to show that it's just shit cops. They just... When they stole the weed and practically stole it and just left. Yeah. Well, that's and that, exactly what they did because it shouldn't even be a matter of he's out now. He should mm -hmm. never have gone in in the first place. Exactly. Fuck the police. He even went to the, to the jail cell. I think he even tried to pay them off. Because that's what they do. They want cash and they take your weed. Right, and it's right. As if you give them a lot of... Well, if he took a note of the names and their ranks, should be on the paperwork. He can sue them for unlawful arrest. Yeah. 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 For sure. But Joe, where's for that sure. money coming? That coming from? That's paying for that then, taxpayer money. I know. We need to figure out a way. Um, Tabo, is there a bit of an issue going on? How do people get busted? Is it just the neighbours? Are the neighbours? I've seen a couple of incidents on Twitter. Not so much with weed, but with neighbours um, snitching on people walking their dog or snitching on the fact that the kids are playing out in the street. It's like everybody's turned into this asshole COVID vigilante. How's it going in your hood with that? Nah, this side, nah, on my side, everything is cool. Eh? You get some kids like maybe running to the shops, going to buy a few things, coming back. They play like outside, uh, inside the yard, just on the front. So you get, they get to feel as if they are on the street. It's interesting that you say that there's a whole bunch of swa you, 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 there's a whole bunch of Swazi going around. Does that mean there's still trucks coming and backies coming from Swaziland into Soweto, regardless of any lockdown? Is it, uh, is it happening all the time? Is there still this huge trade going on? It's incredible. Yeah, that means, that means there's, there is a way that uh, trucks are actually coming in. There is definitely a way. Because with cops, you all know that, especially with South African cops, as long as you have money, you get away with it. Right. So they probably right. just set up stuff, talk to the people, meet them off, and then everything's, everything goes well. Big time. Well, I think... Um, and they're we... allowed to triple their income on that because yeah. of the alcohol and, and tobacco black market that's going to start thriving now. Oh, yeah. Cops are literally about to triple their fucking bribe income. Yeah. How bad is that? Well, our, our local cops are still at the local four-way stop, four-way stop, still trying to catch up on their cool drink money because the cops must be hurting a bit now. The roads are empty. There's nobody running red robots. There's nobody not stopping at stop streets. What are they going to do with themselves? 
Yeah, it's hard for them now. It's pretty hard for them because now no one is paying them off. Most people are cooperating. It's just like people who are on the streets are people who don't have money and are actually looking to make money so that they can have food. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I see Jordan Curls just joined us from Swaziland. Jordan, hello, bro. I think we should have you on next week for a Swaziland update. We've also... Um, it also looks like we've got Danny Danko on next week. Can you believe that? Danny's going to come through from New York and he's just left his job or he's just been asked to leave by High Times. He's now not senior grower for High Times magazine anymore. They can't canned a ton of people. They've let loads of people go. So now um, um, I'm hoping the timing's going to be right. But imagine being locked down in... in um, in New York at the moment, there's fucking hundreds of deaths a day going on there. Have you seen the whole thing going on on Twitter? Have you seen the whole bunch of nutcases on Twitter going around taking photographs of everyone's hospitals? Because uh. they're trying to prove that the hospitals are empty. But it's the car parks are empty and not the hospitals because nobody's allowed to drive anywhere. So they're actually trying to, trying to disprove the whole virus by proving that there's no one in the hospitals because the car parks are empty. Have you ever heard something so stupid in your life? Thank you. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of... Yeah, this is like just absolute, I don't even know what the term is, but like for, for conspiracy theorists, this has been the best time ever so far. And if you got coronavirus, right. you're not just going to go to this, the local hospital, you know what I mean? Um. We have absolutely no idea where we should go or what we should do if we feel like we're feeling like shit. We have no idea where the nearest place is that could help. I've got a phone number in Krugersdorp somewhere. But apart from that, nobody really knows. Nobody knows at all. So, um, yeah. um, what do you reckon the president's going to say, Tabo? What do you reckon he's going to do? Do you think there'll be a riot if he says you've got to stay in your house for another three weeks? Yes, because now for me, like with the soldiers outside and police everywhere, because it doesn't make sense for them to say people should be locked out, uh, locked in, but uh, there are thousands and thousands of soldiers outside which are exposed to the virus themselves. Yes. So I'm just thinking that they were actually hoping that the people will riot and then they'll start that thing of theirs of killing people because that's what they used to do it. So if Ramaphosa has to uh, extend the lockdown, then I think it's going to bring a lot of trouble. I think you're absolutely right. Um, tobacco. Yeah, because hungry people, Jules, as you've said before, hungry people can become very angry people. Yeah, no, big time, all the time. Exactly. It's... Shit, man. desperation there. Um, uh, Do I think he should explain the lockdown because uh, it's going to bring big trouble because already a lot of businesses have, have lost businesses, especially with the black market businesses. A lot of them have lost a lot of money and they can't afford to lose more. Yeah, well, look, look, even just small businesses like Buzz. Buzz just, well, he's got one of the most successful head shops in the country online. He's sitting there twiddling his thumbs because 
you you can't there's no infrastructure for him to take anyone's money and then do a courier and the courier guy stays alive and the, and am, am, you know all all the different companies stay alive just with a simple thing like that i hope he does something um somebody says here zolbard says there's going to be he figures there'll be an extended soft lockdown um, Lee Swanepoel saying his salary's already been cut, but he's still got one. I mean, how many people out there don't have one? Yeah. We're still paying all of our staff from Fields of Green as much as we can, but we don't know how long we can do that for because we're still waiting for all our deposits to come back from, from D-Days, and it's this whole chain reaction of shit that everybody's completely involved in. Good wants to know why the SAPS has to keep searching everybody. And he's right. What the fuck are the cops doing now? I saw a report on Twitter today that um, in the Constantia Pick and Pay in Cape Town, there are plainclothes police going in three times a day to try, to try and catch the staff out selling them something that's not an essential item. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Is that, haven't they got anything else to do? Clearly not. <sighs> Christ. That's disgusting, actually. Um, Jordan is saying, yeah. Jordan is saying via, via Swaziland that retail stores and delivery service sales are up in America and Canada. So people are sitting there. I mean, that's the other thing that Myrtle and I were chatting about last night. What about the shopaholic in your life? You know, those guys that cannot fucking stop shopping. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, know, we know one person like that uh, and... Um, we don't know what, how she'd be doing at this point because if anything goes down and shit hits the fan, you just go out and buy something, whatever it is. Fuck. And there's a, it's, um, the chain reaction is quite staggering. Malls shut down and how many jobs are there at malls? Hang on. Okay, things are happening. I wonder how it is. We I don't hear much from Swaziland at the moment, but I tell you what, we'll get Jordan on next week for a Swaziland thing, and we'll get uh, New York in on the house, and we'll probably end up going to Cape Town as well to see how it is there, because Zolbart's saying on the, on the live feed there that people are already brewing their own beer. So imagine that <laughs> shit. Imagine back to fucking 1923 Moon Time show. <laughs> the people brewing beer in Soweto, Tabo, are they doing any Mampours yet? Yes, yes, indeed. And you also have people who, are surprisingly, you come across them and they're drunk and you just don't know where they come from. You're actually not sure what's happening with the alcohol thing, but most of them are actually smoking more cannabis now. They're stocking up on more weed and trying to quit the alcohol for good. So do you, do, you think, um, do you think this is like a golden moment for weed legalization? And do you think weed's going to get even more acceptance now? I think it's the best time, actually, because now you can see that it's the only thing that's not harmful at this present moment. I think more so for the economy, though. When we come out of this, the economy is going to have taken such a hit that cannabis might be one thing that gives yeah. it a big boost, you know? I think I hope so because um, we we kind of right we've got a blog post going in our head about it and next week Monday uh, at six o'clock in the morning there's a webinar f that Canatech are putting together in New York or on the East Coast so it's six hours difference so 
It's midday on Monday their time, so it's six in the morning, and there's a guy speaking called Bob Hoban, and he's one of the world's most successful cannabis lawyers. And he's, he's in like 18 countries around the world. And we've, heard, we've met him and we've heard him speak, and he's, his webinar for 30 minutes on Monday morning is about that. It's about, is this like this... Um, green moment that cannabis can either have emergency legislation because now in america remember it it's an essential service we heard from mark we've heard from yeah. uh, from miami we heard from gringo California, it's like yeah. essential in america so that's like this big thing going on there do you think it could ever be like that because of the because of covid here do you think they would even enact such a thing how about it cyril if you make it compulsory that we have to grow weed like they did in the Second World War, you know? You have to grow weed to make ship sails and fucking ropes and stuff. Am I just stoned? Yeah, without a license, please. Thank you. That would be amazing. <laughs> I see Zolvard says here on the chat that if they don't legalize cannabis after this to help stimulate the economy, they'd be done. And they I agree with him. They haven't uh, made the best stoner win, Ras. Uh, yeah, um, Ricky Stone, <laughs> cannabis is recession proof. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely true. Has the price of weed even gone up in, in most places? I don't think so. No, it's going into harvest, but it will. I think there will be a point where it'll it'll shimmy a bit. But right now, um, judging by people's Facebook posts and everybody on fucking Instagram, it's like harvest deluxe in South Africa at the moment. There's some incredible weed Lockdown going on. Lockdown harvest. Everyone's giving the most love to their plants. Have you got, uh, Tabo, have you got a chance to grow anything of your own? Have you got a backyard with a couple of plants, no? Uh, I think we've lost you. No, we haven't. Tabo, you're there. Yeah, maybe we've just lost Tabo. Okay. Every dealer on the Zolbart, every dealer on the street is running a COVID-420 special. <laughs> yeah, they There are some nice bulk prices available around, so I see that they're actually it's actually growing. People are actually looking to grow into the market. Um. Wow. Well, I can't. It's just. It, 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 the the future is very very green. Yeah, cannabis recession proof. That's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> However, Mark did say the other day from Toronto that he fears that maybe the price of weed is recession-proof, but people's money isn't. Once the money starts running out, we get start going through April and heading into May, and that's like a serious paycheck that people aren't going to get. And now it gets to May. By the end of May, it'll be fucking anarchy, and there won't be any money for weed because there won't be any money for fucking pop and flays. So that's the... That's the um, I think that's the issue. It's not like... The, There'll be plenty of weed around, but um, people's money's going to run out. It might become an, es an essential item very, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have an even um, better uh, price drops then to accommodate, like, you know. Well, there's a, there's a San Francisco dispensary this week doing a dollar a gram. <laughs> a dollar a gram in America, that's like unheard of. They're to help people out that need the weed. It's not about, everything is geared around medical as an essential service in America. So, um, yeah, look, there's bartering going on all over the place. Look, people are bar bartering, they're trading seeds for bud. It's, um, 
money might be this other weird thing in the end. Somebody's, somebody's in Austin, Texas. Hello, Austin, Texas. That's pretty cool. Julie's in there from um, Cali. I've got two feeds going on now. Thank you, Neilio. Fucking far out. Cool. So we've got Facebook and YouTube going on. I keep forgetting the Facebook side of it because I'm watching the YouTube side of it. Julie, thank you so much for last week. It was great to watch it. Uh, uh, see it come back alive later on. Uh, you did really well. We're going to do that again one day and I'd love to come on your show and chat and I'd definitely like a signed copy of this year, this month's, um, or this issue of, um, of Skunk Magazine, okay? So in 10 minutes time the President's going to um, announce what? Joe can get a carton of cigarettes? But it's African time, you know, it's going to be yeah. a little late. <coughs> Dan, have you got any smokers in the house? The list must be you? you haven't got any smokers in the house, no? You're a smoke-free zone? No, no, we do. There's one in the house, group, but they, but the, you know, at the end of the day, you've got like, what, two, two, three boxes left. Um, once that's done, that's it. Well, isn't that the point where they start using you as a punching bag? Yeah, they can try. I, I, I went through it many years ago, 10, 12 years ago, so I'm happy with that. I, I went through it when I did, so I'm like, cool. <laughs> All the smokers can deal with the smoke. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, I think, I think they're gonna, he's going to have to let, the, let some people have cigarettes or create some sort of trade in the country because he won't be able to handle it again. Wow. And are you still, you, are you smoking at all, Buzz? Are you back on the green a little bit now? Uh, a little bit of green here and there, but I haven't been smoking much, eh? And you, you're totally off tobacco altogether now, yeah? Yeah, for about a year and a bit now, off the tobacco. Because also I know there's a lot of stoners out there who religiously, like me, smoked weed and tobacco together. I think there's also those people who are having to now convert to clean green. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Leafola sales are going up. Let's get Leafola on the show and see how they're doing. Maybe people are, oh no, but it's not essential. How the fuck do they get it? It's essential. We started at the green side. <laughs> see, that's, that's not a tobacco product. We started at the green side and we're, we're operating. If it was for sale in a health shop like in, uh, where the hell's that? Are the online shop? Um, there is a, there's a massive online health food shop that is doing all sorts of health products and maybe Lifola could be classified as one of those. Anyway, in eight minutes time and everyone's saying, look, have you ever noticed, have you ever uh, come across our president ever being on time about anything? So everyone's saying like fucking eight o'clock for Cyril. They'll be waiting a dog's age. Um, Guys, look at this, yeah, there's a lot of this on the thread now, doing isolation trimming and no trimming parties and no crew around to trim shit. Everyone's sickling doing a, a solo harvest. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. Faithful to nature. That's who it is. Faithful to nature have got a bunch of stuff going still online. Uh, they're amazing. It's a massive site. You know, if you, if you consider a, a toothbrush to be a, a schlep to go to, you can buy bamboo toothbrushes there and they rock. Anything. But maybe there's Leafola there. You never fucking know. You never know. And Raz, good luck, Dan, with that. When the Siggies run out, good luck, Dan. Ram punctual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it's hilarious that the fucking cigarette issue is coming to a fore and Tarbo's there saying it's fucking 700. How much is a carton before that? Uh, 
How much is a normal carton of ciggies? Yeah, like 300. 300? Yeah. When, what about the knockoff Zim ones? That's even those are probably... Oh my god, look at that! Zolbart again! His mother... Huh? Come again? I'm saying there's a guy in the feed here saying his mother is growing his plants for him because he ended up at his girlfriend's house and his mother's got the plants at the other side. <laughs> oh, fuck. Imagine doing video conference calling, doing all the newts and the feeding and fucking growing with my mum. <laughs> Unbelievable. Terrible, eh? So Palmal 250s, Sharps. Well, we've plants, I think, in the last week. Um, we've just hung them up to, to travel drive them. But it's, uh, it's looking good. No okay. good harvest. Um, well, we're going we're gonna to get to, um, we'll get to your bud porn next week. Fucking hell, look, it's right. Every we second night, are. Skype. It's, every second night, it's a Skype with my buds. It's changing everything. We're doing so many things mm -hmm. on a call like this now. Maybe it's changed the world forever. We live near Lanseria Airport and there's no fucking aeroplanes for the first time in 30 years. There's no planes. It's You can hear it. It must it. be so surreal. It's very surreal. And we notice that there's no planes because... Quite incredible. And the other thing is um, my gate motor fucked out because... It wasn't getting used and the solar just dropped and it just stopped charging because nothing was happening and I had to reconnect everything because literally there wasn't any use on the gate motor in any form and that's what fucking sealed its fate. It's the weirdest things going on but hey, first world problems I guess. It is what it is. And I've put in a whole load of vegetables, loads of them. And that, the, the, the last time I did that was before the Dacher couple came along. We grew all our vegetables here for 20 years and then the Dacher couple came along and changed everything. We got so busy, we missed out on all of that shit. So there's a whole bunch of weird seeds in the ground for something to do. Nice. <coughs> Lee Moodley, how do we get dank in lockdown? Well, Brew, that is tonight's poll. <coughs> how do you get your weed? Is it online? Do you go through WhatsApp channel or get delivered on Telegram? Or do you go in person and rendezvous? Or have you got Lang Dang? And last week's poll came in quite handy. 66% um, uh, of you said you had enough weed. And a third of you said you didn't. And the other, th and a, a, a smattering of people said um, they'd already run out. But basically people seem to be pretty good in lockdown. Are you going to, Tabo, are you going to run out of weed? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Rastas, make sure you never run out of weed on that one. <laughs> no, I didn't think you were going to run out of weed, matey. Um, it's a long time since we saw each other in person. You know when you say you, um, you don't see the army in the street and the police and stuff, are you talking about Jabalani itself? Are you in Jabalani still? Yeah, yeah, I'm still that side of the... I'm not... As I say, the only cop that I see most of the time is the one that lives that lives opposite my house. Well, that's weird, because we see also, on the social media side of it, we see, everyone sees a different story. They don't see peace and love and harmony and people getting on with their shit. 
they just see the cops out there fucking yeah, being assholes about it. I'm not really sure which areas, but uh, in Deep Soweto, there's nothing of that sort. Like, like it's peaceful. It's peaceful, really. Well, that's amazing to hear. It's great to get an update from... It's great to get an update from your hood, Tabo. I'm so sorry that everyone hasn't got a garden and they can grow weed like the judge said, you know. That's the saddest part about it. We talk it on the, about it on the hotbox so much. Everyone says you can go home and grow your weed, but what happens if you haven't got a fucking home to go to to grow the weed? Yeah. And you're a classic case and all of your mates in the hood all over Soweto. There's still so much work to do here. But I'm su I'm, I think it's really good news that... There's still trucks of Swazi weed getting over the border and down the N4 and into the fucking hood. I think that's really good news. And I think it's epic that cigarettes are now nearly tripled in price in two weeks. That's a serious fucking addiction, eh? That's like nothing. It's like European prices now. It's pretty well. European prices are all relative as well because it's fucking 20 to 1 to the dollar. And it ain't going to change anytime soon. Uh, just for interest's sake, uh, because of the exchange rate, a Samsung S10, which is not the latest machine anymore, is you will get a thousand rand change out of twenty thousand rand now, because of the exchange rate. Twenty grand for a phone now, so you could probably buy a three series BMW for that. Zolbart, Silk, Siggy's are thirty million a day in tax loss. Fuck, fuck, what? Is that how much they're taxing yeah. people on their addictions? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, they're coining it. So, why don't they... And it doesn't make sense. They could use that money right now. We could use that money for good, for actual good. Yeah. They're trying to tell everybody that it's bad for your health and if you get COVID, if you're a smoker, you've got less chance. So, they're, they're, they're being... They're being like parental again. They're, they're looking after you like fucking children again. Yeah, yeah. The, the nanny state. Yeah. Damn it. I told you to listen to me, okay? There's Dan, Dan, Dan Hauser. Yeah, we, we are going to go back to bartering brew without a doubt. Trading homegrown for food and service. I promise you round here, um, we've been doing that and we will continue to do that. And there's all sorts of cool things going on on the plots. We're not in suburbia. The plots are a little bit different and there's now a, a, a lady coming around with home produce and a backy full of stuff that she collects along the way and she hoots the horn and you can get it through the gate and there's an online shopping list and it, 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 lots of, like Dale says, there's lots of positive things happening as well about society at large but um, all I see on Twitter is fucking shambox and bloody cups and shit at the moment. Anyway, I think what we do, guys, is call it a day in case the president um, does come early. And um, Tabo, thank you so much for joining us on the yes, show. No. We've been trying all along to get older to Pello. He went to ground yesterday. I have no idea, but we'll get him on again because he's always got a story to tell. Um, thank you, everybody, on the live feed for joining the chat and joining us from all over the country. Joe, I think you look sexy as fuck with those glasses on. Thank you very, very much. I, I think do what, love them. I think what we'll do is get the rest of the crew some. Yeah. <laughs> I want lightning bolt. Did anybody... Um, I'm I don't wearing know. a Snapchat filter, but actually wearing it. 
<laughs> oh, Snapchat. Somebody has to explain that to me one day. All right. Some people keep... Uh, oh, I gave up. And I've been avoiding social media and all of that negativity by hanging out on TikTok. And do you know what? I just laugh so much. And it's so entertaining. And it's What? Amazing. TikTok? Don't know if yeah, it... Yeah, it keeps you away from that negativity. Am I not too old for TikTok? Well, before we go, Jules, can we get the poll results? Yeah, no, they're coming through now. Oh, is there no Instagram? Uh, no, not tonight. It's too much, oh, yeah. too much of a... Um, this one is on Facebook. Well, yeah, two-thirds of... Sorry, no, 60% of the people say they've still got Lank Dank. So that's pretty good. Two weeks in, and you've still got Lank Dank. Um, it's actually... You know what? There's actually a hell of a lot of people tonight done this. This is one of the, the biggest polls we've ever seen, to tell you the truth. There's fucking loads of people on it tonight. So 57% say got lang dank, and those guys are the hardcore people who use all their data looking at shows like this. I mean, they weed befuck to fucking stick to the end of this one-hour show. In person, 38%. So two th two fifths of the people oh, are going out there shops. to meet the O, <laughs> and we've got a classic video on one of our feeds on Telegram of a friend of ours doing a behind the scenes at the Spaza shop for a carton of ciggies with a fucking selfie going on. It's really hilarious. Five percent online. If you go to the word Dacha on tele on Facebook, uh, shit on Twitter, just put the hashtag Dacha in. You will find a bunch of people on Telegram and on WhatsApp that are actually peddling a whole bunch of stuff on on social media. I think they're as brave as fuck now. And anybody who's on that group is as brave as fuck, if you are, if you know what I mean. Because it's not the guy who did... It's not the admin that goes down. It's all the fucking information. YouTube poll coming in now. Wow, okay. This is less people on... There are much more people on Facebook tonight than there are on YouTube. 85% um, of the people have got lank dank. There's still loads of weed at home for all of the big time stoners that are watching this show. Everyone's got a hit, yeah. And, but the, and all the other people get it online. So there are Telegram groups that are doing it and there are people in hustling. And Julie, our guest last week, her co-partner in Montreal, John Vergados, mm -hmm. he said on Facebook this week, it will be the Skellums and it will be the people who've been running the underground forever that will come out on yeah. top of this. People like Tarbo in the hood there and all the people that are side hustling. They've got more side hustles than anything else. And those are the people that are going to make it actually in the end. Even the chick who's side hustling leeks and bananas and beetroots <laughs> in the backy outside. Yeah, there's Pepe Le Pew. He's stuck till next year. All of the growers are. Start your winter grow, Warren. Okay, through. No, I couldn't fuck start your winter grow. Christ, we got fucking finger blisters from the scissors, dude. Have you got finger blisters yet done? No, no, no. From grinding? No, wait. No, no, from grind. clipping. No, I mean from clipping. From clipping? No, I haven't. What now? From lockdown? Yeah, I've won, I'd, um, all the outdoor growers have got fucking blisters. There's, no, look at no, that fucking Dale really looking at his fingers. <laughs> I didn't manage to get a crop in this, with this one, so no, I didn't have much. Suffering with trimming with you, unfortunately. All right. Um, yeah, I'm very blessed. I have sons that have been professionally trained, and they've done it for me. And Warren's thumb's got new muscles. I just want to point this out. Like, I'm actually sitting on... I've got my 
the EMCA um, YouTube channel open, ready, waiting for this uh, live broadcast of Skittles. And there's 80,252 people waiting, literally waiting online to watch this announcement. And obviously the time now is, as usual, it's 5 past 8, so he's a bit late. But it's just, you must have a look how fast this chat is going, it's like, it doesn't stop. You can't, even stop. <laughs> you can't even read it, how fast the chat's going, with 80,000 people waiting. There's all bards to get on there. Said Jumana Abrams from Barcelona. Barcelona is dry, so you've been locked down just a few days more than us, but... You see, Africa's a different place again. There's loads of weed in Barcelona, but the thing is, everyone was thinking that the, sh the, um, the social clubs might open just for takeaways, but they locked it down tight. I think, Germana, uh, am I right in saying that um, they were open for takeaways for a couple of days and then they shut it, shut it down completely? So I think um, because of the nature of the beast in South Africa, the black market will, will still be alive and well at the end of all of this. There's Willem Mas Masson saying Rizzler's the issue. And he's absolutely right. People are running out of blades, not fucking weed. Anyway, uh, that's why we have glass pipes and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, correct. Okay, Jeremiah. Thank you, man. So we've got a friend in Barcelona... Um, who does a lot of policy work for us, and um, we actually um, know that he's just received a whole bunch of dabs, so he's he's good to go. But um, they must again. Spain is mind blowing for Myrtle now because when we left Spain, there was like five hundred incidents as we got the last flight out, and now there's hundred and fifty thousand or something. It's pretty fucking out there. But I suppose you got to count all the 5G towers or see who had a flu injection or see who smoked tobacco or whether they were travelling on a, all these fucking permutations that nobody really knows anything about. Tax is 13 rand a box, says Dan. On a 30 rand, on a 40 rand box of tobacco, fucking hell, a quarter of it is tax. That's just the tax. Wow. Green Goblin has got blisters and cramped palms. You see, everybody <coughs> everybody wants to grow weed, but they forget what it's like clipping mm. that shit. How many people are on that feed now, Dan? Uh, we've got... Oh, that on the thorough one. Yeah. 88,600. All right, what do you say we call it a day? <laughs> Let's call it a day on this show and go and switch over to that shit and then um, see what the poll is next week. <coughs> um, I'm absolutely convinced we'll be able to get cigarettes for everybody. And if not, we see, we'll send it. We know where Tarbo lives, he'll get us some, but fucking hell, by the time Tarbo puts his bit on and the courier and everything else, it's going to be like a grand a box. 20, what's that? <laughs> I quit, I quit. That's done. So there's 10, is there 10 packets in a carton? So would people so. pay a would people yeah. pay a hundred bucks a carton, hundred bucks a packet? No, no, fuck. No, only, well, at the moment they go five hundred bucks a packet. From what I've heard from the people that are doing undercover sales of cigarettes, easy hundred a pack. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not paying eighty now at the present moment for a pack. You, you, you check, you see, immediately. People will pay it. The thing is, people will pay it. They'll pay their last thing. Buy a cigarette, I promise you. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, cheaper than weed. 
<laughs> it's cheaper yeah, than weed. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. <coughs> Callum Campbell um, is saying, buy Bitcoin. I know it's a little bit off target, but um, is he right? Well, he possibly could be. There's no, you know what I mean? Bitcoin, silver, buy silver, I say buy silver, but you can't because they've actually closed all the refineries. You can't buy any gold or silver or anything like that. So Bitcoin is the only thing you could possibly buy right now that when the exchange, when a change happens, you could go up, you could make some money, but with our exchange at the moment, it's, it's, well, I don't even, I don't even want to even talk about that. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got 80 bucks a, a packet in Soweto. It's 100 bucks outside. Let's see what the price is next week. Maybe it's back to normal. And do you imagine if he says, okay, we're going to open the shops up on Monday. And just that. We'll just open the shops on Monday for everybody to go and get their shit. Oh, shops are open. Wait, for only Monday? Yeah, no, like, every, yeah, just, uh, we, you got 24 hours to get the haircut, the fucking razors, the, the, the soap, the bags of concrete you uh, need for your project, fucking, because, like... Did you see that? Did you see that you cannot buy a woman's razor, but you can buy a men's razor? What the actual fuck? Are you joking? I'm serious, it's just stupid. Uh, it's because all the women's one was sold out quickly. Um, big bong, John. That's quite a large one we got here. I don't. This is the biggest bong we've got. This is a flowers bong, but actually, we do have um, a complete classic, which is um, that's the probably the biggest one we've got with uh, Dana Larson's dispensary flag in the top of it. Always flying the flag for Dana. Dana's doing cool stuff. Go to Dana Larson's feed. He's doing 420 every day this month giveaways of all sorts of weird shit online. He's the most upbeat cannabis activist out there at the moment. He's fucking going for it as if there is no COVID or anything stopping him. Go check Dana Larson out. He's doing magnificent work. He's one of the greatest advocates for fucking weed there is. Anyway... Okay, guys, I hope you get your cigarettes. Right. Tabo, I hope everything stays cool and the army stays out of Jabaloni. Dan, keep growing the beard. I think you're onto something there. It'll come right. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Cool, guys. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you a lot, Tabo. Thank you, my brew. And thank you to Neilio in the background for putting all that together. We're out of here. We're going to go that way and see what the president has to say. Not that I care because I don't smoke and I'm good to go for a long time. I live on a plot. We're always stocked up. Thank you, Tabo. Big up, man. Say hello to the guys in the hood. Good night, everybody, from the Hotbox Show, episode one, two, six, eight. Eight. Oh, my God.